Welcome to the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. Whether inside or outside the loop, we are talking everything soccer in Houston. Y'all ready? Let's get it. Houston, welcome to another episode of the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and we are at the last episode of the season. Definitely going to be the last one for sure, Christian, but again, I am joined by Christian Putalias. What's up, brother? How you doing? Good, 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 good. How's it going, Rudy? How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. And yeah, man, we we made it all the way to the end. Uh, not all the way to the end, but almost to the end of the road. So a great season overall, but excited. Yeah, much, much, much longer than we all expected, which it's For fine. Sure. I, I wish we were here, you know, obviously recording on Thursday night, usually a Monday night. I think if the Dynamo would have made it to the final. We would have been way more hyped and had to do an episode on Monday. But it kind of worked out. There's a couple things that came out after Monday that I think is worth you know talking about being this last regular episode for us um, for the Bio City Soccer Podcast. We do have a uh, plan. Of the year. Maybe, of the year. Yeah, of the year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sorry, of the year, of the season for us. But we do have... We're trying to get one more episode, whether it be a player or a coach. Stay tuned. We'll hopefully have that next week up and running. Um, but yeah, this this is the only the last one, Christian, because after that, man, uh, we have a uh, all the holidays kind of coming and going. Um, you know how it is. You got Christmas coming and then uh New Year. So busy times for sure, man. So I think it was uh more than well i guess we needed the rest man i think sometimes every now and then we take maybe a whole week or a couple days from recording but why not just take you know the last three weeks of the season or the year to enjoy with friends family eat a lot of food and uh whatever else we want to do man so i guess before we get started man anything new for you well what have you been up to man anything you want to let the people know uh no, was no trying no, to break the ice yeah. here and get yeah, get for no. people to what's it called they uh, know us or a little bit of our right. lives kind of so yeah so i don't know if you guys know but like my parents moved out to to Sealy, texas so it's like way out in the country kind of uh so it's like even 30 more minutes away from katie like going west on i-10 so uh yeah, so we actually came to the parade that they did here in, in like, you know, quote unquote, downtown Sealy the other day. And it was pretty fun. Uh, you know, it's just like old, like very like old town, like small town feel. You know, you, you had the band, high school marching band. And, you know, it was like 50 kids. And it, it was pretty cool. And uh, this actually, I think it, next week is San Felipe, which is like the town over. Uh, they're having their own little town, uh, like Christmas uh, festival type thing. So we might we might join the, the festivities over there, but it it's pretty cool, you know. Like you you forget, like living in Houston or like Katy, which is, you know, a small town, big town at the same time. You you're like, dang, you know, you you used to the cars and this and that, the fast life, and then you know you come out here to Silly, kind of visit the grandparents and stuff like that. And it's just a whole different vibe, man. It's kind of crazy how it is. But yeah, no, just just kind of that, you know, n- nothing too crazy. How about yourself? Yeah, man, that's funny because I think around the same time that you went to that, I, I also tried to go to the one in Pearland and friends would actually were happening both at the same time. And we kind of missed both of them. So it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, we went to, I think, uh, to stores when the paranormal was happening and then uh, we went to eat when the friends were what was happening. So uh, it was a little cold that day. So, you know, sitting outside and going inside a store yeah. or something like that, I think it was fine for us, but not nah, for me personally, I'm just dealing with my freaking four year old, man. They keep calling me <laughs> to meet the teacher. Um, oh, he's a good kid, uh, but he just hard, has a hard time listening sometimes. And he's a little, definitely like the mom, right? Stubborn. Um, <laughs> I, li- I like how you peaked. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, I'm like, she be back there? No, nah, she's good. No, nah, but definitely just kind of what I've been dealing with. But man, 
still good. I, I, I love the the way that the kids kind of keep me on my toes. And uh, from the very beginning, I mean, this kid isn't freaky, bro. Like, he's four years old. And <laughs> from the get-go, you know, the, the teachers know. They've, they've been doing it forever. Um, they kind of know what all the kids' kind of character is going to look like eventually when they get older. And yeah. the teacher was like, yeah, well, you know, he's a great kid, but he's always going to be in trouble. So get used to this, uh, <laughs> you know, teacher-parent uh, conference. And I'm like, oh, great. This is fantastic. Like, we only got 12 years of this stuff, you know? like right. so um yeah so that's kind of how life is for well actually 13 right i said pre-k so he goes right. more than that actually 14 <laughs> years they the more i keep counting man the more it seems worse but uh <laughs> the more time you get <laughs> yeah so no nah, that, that's just how it is sometimes and they keep hearing your toes and i already told him i'm like he's my buddy for sure you know we have a boy and a girl and uh the little girl just like she She's my little girl, you know, no one touched my little girl. Like she's yeah. my little girl. And uh and my son, I always like, you know, he's my buddy, take him places and stuff. So I already told him uh we'll probably go and watch a game or an MPL game or Saturday or something, because that's the only day that I'm free for a while, uh, before I go to town and the holiday. So I already told him and he he was super excited. He was like, Let's go to the actually he was like, yeah, let's go to Hotshot. So Hotshot was a team that he played for, like in the city. And I'm like, uh-huh. I feel bad because I was like, nah, we're not going there, buddy. Like, we'll, we'll probably just go watch <laughs> something on TV. But hell, maybe I'll take him to pitch 25 or something, somewhere that he can go kick the ball around a little bit too. But there you go. That's kind of where we're at, man. That That's yeah. life. Uh, life side, uh, you know, I, we took the kids to uh, Galaxy Lights, which is a NASA, you know, Christmas lights thing. And mm-hmm. uh, I posted a picture on our social media and I was like, off season vibes, man. It just feels so weird. Um, like you mentioned in the beginning, just being this far into the season, uh, you know, obviously all the way till December, something that, you know, the last four or five years, it kind of all ended in October with the, you know, season still had five games, but you already knew it was over. So yeah. funny enough how life works, man, but let's not ramble too much. I, I do have a quite a good amount of topics that we can hit on and, uh, most of it is going to be Dynamo, so I apologize, you know, Dash and Dynamo 2 lovers. But I do want to give a little updates on them. Um, Houston Dash are still, you know, trying or haven't announced a new coach. Uh, funny wait, enough, wait, they said I that. Thought, yeah, I thought they were announcing a coach uh, in, in November, November 7th. right? Yeah. <laughs> like that. The, the date was like sometime early November. Obviously, that's come and gone. Um, there's rumors of some, I guess candidates that they're not really being released by the dash obviously but um yeah it's still nothing man and there's a bunch of things happening in their offseason uh coming up here shortly whether it be an expansion draft which i believe if you're listening to this on friday um yeah there'd be all that information is kind of coming out who's you know yeah it's just it's a lot of work that you definitely need a coach to be able to um um be able to kind of work around all that roster um updates and i guess the only thing that we did learn that who's not going to be the coach was sarah uh loden who obviously a lot of fans really liked her uh we've kind of given you know our two thoughts on on her being the coach or not um never bashing her from for becoming the coach but just kind of mentioning the fact that it's been a lot of the same with her and and with the dash with the organization so it was definitely time to maybe move elsewhere and um yeah christian you want to add something no 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 you're good okay and then uh dynamo 2 man obviously we have not heard any dynamo 2 news um we've seen through social media uh some of the uh players that have left and um, even some of the players that we'll touch on a little bit of who the Dynamo have released that did saw some minutes playing with too. But the big question to me is going to be about Kenny Bundy, uh, Christian, because last season he was, um, he, they extended a contract. They never really said how long, you know, whether it be a year, whether it be two years. So that's another big one. Will he be there next season? We don't know. So we that's one thing that we'll try to find out here. Um, shortly uh, with the uh, front office, maybe ask some questions on that. And, uh, you know, Dynamo 2 is a team that we like to cover, that we enjoy covering. 
um, you know, kind of seeing what the academy produces and, you know, what, how, what they can do in MLS Next Pro. But at the same time, it's kind of like the uh, the little brother that nobody really puts so much attention to, which is a little disappointing. Um, so, again, there's a lot of kind of great area, a lot of missing information uh, from the club when it comes to Dynamo 2. So those two, you know, Dash Dynamo 2, they don't get too much love in general. And we don't have a ton of information for you guys, but I did want to just touch on it a little bit on this being the last regular uh, episode for the uh, 2023 uh, year for Bayou City Soccer. Um, but Dynamo, let's let's go about it, Christian. Let's go ahead. Full on Dynamo. What a run, man. What a fantastic run the club had. Um, you know, I don't think we got to watch the game all together. Uh, we ended up just kind of doing a quick um, live stream of us watching the game. And we had a couple people stop by. Shout out. Uh, Jeff Strong was one of them. And yes. it, it was one of those that even though the result was kind of, uh, you know, 2-0 towards the end, went an own goal for Escobar, bit of a gut punch. Um, it It necessarily wasn't completely like a meltdown. I think we, we talked yeah. about this. They 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 didn't overachieve. I think they did well. They just you know the expectations were so low for them. Then them getting all the way to a Western Conference Final was just just fantastic, man. So you know, yeah, I guess let's go ahead and finish it with with your uh, thoughts about the LAFC match, man. I mean, I think. Oof, I mean, <laughs> I start. I mean, I mean. Um, it was a it was a good it was a decent game. I don't think we overly, you know, I don't think we deserved to win the game. Uh, we didn't play to win it. We just kind of played to kind of stay in the game in a way. Uh, there was really good moments that we had. You know, midfield. Our midfield is probably one of the best midfields out out there in the MLS. Um, you know, Coco, Artur, and Achache have been doing great. I mean, it's it's almost the perfect trio. In, in a sense, uh, even though maybe Coco didn't have a heck of a game, it was a pretty poor game from him. Uh, I mean, Basi also was kind of lost in the in the weeds there. And, you know, whenever you lose those two guys, uh, you potentially don't have a forward to kind of feed the ball to, right? Uh, so it is what it is. Like you said, the expectations were low coming into the season. Uh, and I think as... As we progressed into the year, we saw it as a win, like kind of like a win-win, right? There's no losses. This is only gonna going to prove where we are weak, where we need to be stronger, and how we need, you know, where we need to progress. And and going into this match, I think we saw where we need to prog- like progress and where we need to fill the gaps. Um, it was like the perfect game to kind of show us where we were strong, where we were lacking. And moving on forward, where we're going to be, you know, to get stronger as we move forward. But as a, as a game overall, I think a two zero was probably the more reasonable kind of, you know. I couldn't easily have been like three zero in the beginning, right? Yeah, with, for sure. With Carlos yeah. Vela missing uh, yeah. a wide open, you know, shot that ended up yeah. hitting the crossbar, and then a couple offside goals too, man. And a couple of yeah, and and I mean, and Clark had a good saves. So also what you know, heck of a year for Clark. Um, maybe a lot of people didn't give him a lot of credit in the beginning, but I think towards the end of the year we kind of realized that Clark is probably the perfect goalkeeper for this team. You know, he's not overly um, I don't know, he's a good shot stopper, which is kind of what we need. Uh and that I mean that's what every goalie, you know, needs, right? But you know he's not too crazy with his feet. He's not you know well versed maybe on the you know, playing out the back and stuff like that. But when it came down to you know stopping shots and and just kind of being at the right place at the right break time, break wall, man. He's just he a was break there. wall. Yeah, yeah. So, I agree. And pretty decent. Just to add, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, evident, so evident that the attack needs work. I mean, we knew it coming in. Um, if you had the opportunities, you had to finish them. Corey Baird had. Yeah. You know, one right in front of goal from a perfect cross from Ache Ache with his left foot uh, early in the game. Um, it wasn't a bad shot, but I think you have to, again, you have to finish those. You you know, yeah. whether maybe take an extra touch, settle it down. The, the defender was already beat because he was already anticipating a slide. 
and uh their goalkeeper you know Carpo did such a great job too uh he'd come great in goalie. clutch so uh the and and lafc gave gave the dynamo you know the possession they're like hey you have yeah. the ball what can you do they knew that they didn't have the dynamo didn't have what it took to beat them offensively so it was just a you know it's just part of the tactic so People may yeah. see it as like, well, we, you know, the Dynamo had 70% possession. And, but look at the rest of the stuff, man. If, if you can do, it doesn't matter if yeah, somebody gives a ball and you're just passing it side to side in the yeah. middle and, and really can't do much. I think there's only like one outside of the box shot by Coco Arrasquilla that went straight to the goalkeeper's hand. Mm -hmm. uh, there just wasn't anything that was dangerous from the Dynamo. So again, very evident where the, uh, you know, the work needs to come in the offseason. And, you know, th that kind of leads into the roster moves. Unfortunately for the Dynamo, uh, you know, it was a bad sting to to get eliminated from the Western Conference Finals. Um, again, I felt bad uh, for Franco Escobar because the guy had played so well. He was obviously the hero the game before. Mm -hmm. And then to come and, and score, which obviously wasn't necessarily the losing goal, but um, just scoring an own goal. It sucks, you know, as a defender, yeah. if, if you, if, you know, if you played soccer and you've ever gotten even close to scoring an old goal, it's just, it just hurts you, man. It, it sings your heart. So knowing that you, you put one in the back of the net uh, hurts your team again, hopefully I think he, he's a, he's a, a winner. So hopefully she shakes that off and is back to work uh, next season. So. But but it was just kind of, you know, everybody gave it their all. They didn't quit fighting uh, all the way to the end. So it, it, there's a lot to be proud of, especially, again, for a lot of people were just doubting them from the beginning. And uh, I think, the you know, between Pat Onstad, um, yeah, Pat Onstad Ben Olsen, uh, Asher Mendelssohn, they've done a really good job of building this club. And obviously it's really helpful when you have, the financial backing that Ted uh, it's providing for everybody. And you know what, something that uh, kind of Glenn Davis always bring brings up that maybe we don't think about it a lot because it's not maybe because we didn't see it a lot, but the, the fact that we didn't have any like major injuries, um, the, just the, the one kid at Tar Tarbo, no, not Tarbo. Is it um, Schmidt? Um yeah, Schmidt. Tate Schmidt. Yeah. Tate Schmidt. Yeah. So I think he was like the only in game because Ashara. Well, it was, was him injured, and uh, but... and teenage. Teenage broke his leg and yeah, was out for a leg. bit. Yeah. Yeah. But teenage did did he break his leg playing? I don't think so. Right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I don't remember that probably. Well, during well, practice, but yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, during the season. Yeah. So, I guess those two, right? So, but I mean, two injuries that maybe you, you know, one in practice, which you kind of can't control. And then the other one was kind of, you know, uh, also in a weird play, right? Schmidt getting, getting injured well, like, and at the beginning of the season. And yeah, exactly. Kind of like a freak little pre uh, play of yeah. him getting injured. It was like injured. a push, right? From right, the back with, and he kind of stepped wrong. Player. So yeah. it, it, like basically saying injuries didn't come from like fatigue, right? Uh, being overplayed. So being over, hats, and that's what I was going to go with. Yeah. Hat, hats off to the training staff, man. You know, yeah, the, they, they put in the work. Uh, there's players that were questionable. I remember Eric Svyachenko was one that um, there was doubts on his health because, you know, being an, an veteran player, not super old, obviously, but being a veteran player, in Houston. Um, in Houston, coming from Denmark, uh, he was going to run have run into issues, and he never really did. So yeah. you're right. I think it's big props to being able to keep the team healthy, and you know, hopefully that is the case for years to come. That uh, Not necessarily something that is very common. You know, there's uh, yeah. teams out there that they call them hospitals FC for a reason. So it just it just part of the part of the game. You know, injuries come and go. It is a physical sport after all so you're right i mean for for only having basically three injuries and i guess you didn't even achara was injured before he got here and obviously yeah. he already departed so yeah. you know where does that fall into it doesn't it doesn't really do but you know talking about achara let's go ahead and hit some of the roster or the roster decisions that were made because like i mentioned dynamo ended up losing you know on sunday and within a couple days uh they have to release um, their roster decisions because it, that's just kind of how it is. You know, it's fast paced. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, they ended up releasing it on Monday, which is crazy, right? You lose right, on yeah. Saturday. Back to back, baby. And then come back on Monday, man, two days later. So 48 hours. And and here's, um, we'll start with the, uh, the contract options that the Dynamo ended up picking up, which are Luis Caicedo, Tay Schmidt, yes. who you mentioned, and then Thor Olferson and Savior Valdez. Uh, I, I think we agree that all of them are good, right? To- yeah. I mean, I which I think a lot of people maybe have, you know, I think the only person that some people may have some doubts on is Thor, uh, at least maybe in our group chat. <laughs> I know some people rather keep, you know, Ali, you, uh, you know, instead of Thor or, you know, whatever, maybe me personally, I like Thor. I like his I like the way that he plays. I like his style. I like his tenacity. I like his. I don't give a you know beep attitude type thing when it comes to being inside the box. Hey, you can say it, man. It's our yeah. show. Because I was I know, gonna right? say it if you didn't. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, like I don't. You know, he doesn't give a shit when he's in the box, right? He's gonna take you one on one, and and sometimes you're not gonna you know beat every single defender one on one. But you know, if you beat him once, that's a goal right there. You know. Yeah. And and he has that, and I think he has that you know hunger for goals, which you need like an extra hunger as a number nine, as a forward, as a winger, maybe, you know, and he is a number nine by trade. We have been using him more on the wing than what he's used to. So maybe if he can, I mean, he's young, he's what, 21, 22 year old. I mean, yeah. yeah, if that kid can progress, I mean, he's a big body kid. If he can progress into like, you know, getting more minutes, becoming a starter, putting in goals, getting confidence. I think he could, you know, become, Maybe like a Christian Ramirez type 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 of goal scorer. Maybe you know not superly famous and known, but good enough to be in this league. And you know who knows? Maybe break in and playing the ML- playing an MLS Cup, man. That that doesn't hurt nobody. Exactly. Um, I mean, we're gonna have four competitions this year, so it's, yeah, yeah, I agree. And there's I, gonna be opportunity. Yeah, every every name that was or every player that you know got their option picked up, I think I agree with. Uh, Luis Caicedo came in, you know, obviously as a backup. Uh, yeah. thinking, you know, whether Coco was leaving, kind of back, back up for Arthur, obviously, men-to-men. But he came in, and he's he did really Beast. well. And he's another guy that came from, you know, uh, injuries. I think the dude has no ACLs on both of his legs. So, That's you know, crazy. there were some questions on that, and he came and played very well. You know, I I, I joke around, you know, we joke around the super sub and all this other yeah. stuff, but uh, – he he was your closer. If you remember yeah. every game that it was tight and the Dynamo were up, you bring Luis Caicedo to kind of shut the shut the game down, you know. And then seeing Tay Schmidt get another shot, uh, you know he did very well. Kid kind of yeah. came out of nowhere, uh, you know, took over the left uh, defensive side of the field, and yeah, unfortunately he got injured three four games in. Um, so I'm kind of glad that, you know, he probably has a great mentality to keep going. No, you know, so. Imagine, imagine having Tate Schmidt on the left, right? Where he, I think he's a lefty, right? He plays on the left. You have Escobar on the right wing, on the right, you know, right back. And then you can move up Dorsey to play on the wing and then have Quinones play on the other wings. I'm not sold on Quinones, but, you know, that's a way that you can push Dorsey to be a little bit more offensive. And, you know, you still keep Escobar, you still keep Dorsey in the field, and you're able to bring uh, Tate Schmidt, who I think he can be kind of like Dorsey and give you that defensive and that attacking side of, of the ball as well. No, I agree with you. That that It could be something that tactically would work. Um, yeah. For sure. And then last one uh, mentioned was uh, goalkeeper Saver Valdez. Uh, he's a Houston Dynamo 2 starting goalkeeper. He did split some time with uh, Tarbell, Andrew Tarbell throughout the season and Pannenberg and a couple other guys, but usually it was because he was out on national duty. So I yeah. mean, this guy's young, you know, he's 19, 20 years old, uh, super, super young for a goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, you talk about Steve Clark being like 37, you know, there, yeah. there's a, there's a, basically an, another savior about this in between them, you know, H wise. So it's just yeah. kind of crazy. And, and I think this guy, you know, he, he has, um, some injury concerns. I know that he has dealt with uh, concussions throughout his his stay here, especially with the Dynamo. Um, but he has everything. You know, he's a big dude, good hands. He was part of the MLS, sorry, All Star 
um, event, you know, with goalie wars and, and all that good stuff. So he has a bright future and, and why not? What he could be the one that takes over when Steve Clark gets, is not, you know, with the dynamo anymore. So, yep. um, I think overall a good pickup trying to give this, this guy is, there's not one that you're like, Oh yeah. Why did we get pick him up? You know? I, and I think in the past, that's something that we have really kind of mm-hmm. like hit our head against the wall and be like, why is he back? <laughs> Why is he back? Yeah. And then, and going into that, the the opposite, you know, the the players that got their contracts declined. I, I'll mention them right now. It's it was eight of them. Um, Ashara, very first one. Again, we saw him at practice a couple of times. You know, unfortunately for mm-hmm. him being injured, it wasn't necessarily the best for him. Uh, Charles August, um, mostly spent time playing with Dynamo Two. He's out. Uh, Beto Avila, another guy that was out. I think a lot of people forgot that he was even in the team since he was loaned yeah. out to uh, Charleston Battery. The big one here, it's uh, Teenage, man. Teenage, Teenage, such a vital guy. Teenage Davey has been such a fun you know, player to watch. At times, scary with the ball in the back. Uh, but he was just a confident guy. And, and I think out of all the guys that we're going to mention, he's definitely going to be the biggest miss just because – between him and I mean Bossy, it was just like the core fun group, and I hope and I pray that we it, the team doesn't lose that that they don't lose that you know fun go lucky atmosphere that the teenage and I mean like kind of provided for the team. Um, so you know teenage obviously DP contract. Um, people were like you just you know cut him, re-sign him. I was like, dude, who's going to want to like get cut for a, you know, a cheaper contract. It just, it never happens that way, especially when your time is very limited as a player. So it was, it just made a lot of sense for him to get dropped, especially with how good Mikel Dos Santos uh, was uh, yes. whenever teenage was out. And, uh, and again, that's the guy that came in out of nowhere, you know, did really well in dynamo too. So, um, Defender, you know, hometown guy, Mojib, uh, Mojib Morana. Yeah, it's out as well with his contract being declined. Same thing with Daniel Rios, another homegrown. And then Mati Vera, man. It, 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 the downfall of Mati Vera <laughs> to me was incredible just because, you know, this guy came in. Year one was, I believe he was named like the MVP of the team. Eventually won the, you know, the captain's armband. I mean, this guy... It was good, good for what the team needed. But once you introduce Ache Ache, uh, you know, his, his role just completely changed. You know, it, it was just very drastic the way uh, Mati Vera's role. And obviously, even the captain armband was taken by uh, Tim Parker when he arrived. So it was just, yeah. it, it just kind of crazy for Mati Vera. You know, very likable guy. We got to talk to him, uh, I think, last year, Christian, and, and even in person. So... You know, disappointed for him or sad for him, really. But hopefully we get to see him. And then obviously he got loaned out. He didn't really get a lot of playing time with Argentino Jr. So it was just a bad year for Mati all around. And then the last one, the last news here was that Ivan Franco, obviously loan, you know, loan to purchase, obviously was declined. Dude got sent back to Paraguay. So uh, I guess maybe that that was it for an Ivan Franco, Sebastian Ferreira. You know they yeah. never really played together, Lula. which is kind of crazy. Lula. You know, um, the the guy that brought him in got kicked out, and then this guy, <laughs> you know, he he came in and clutch some games. He kind of came in, scored some late goals for the Dynamo to either tie or win games. So not enough, obviously. I think they they needed more from him. Um, so those are the uh. The guys that are out all together and then the ones that are out of contract and free agents are debatable. Some people like them. Some people do love them. So Corey Baird, that's one that people are going to, you know, kind of putting fingers, whether he's worth it to have or not. We we know that he did work out with the scheme, Christian. You know, Benny Ball kind of fits him. And then for sure, Griffin Dorsey, you know, this guy, both those guys played very well this season uh, overall. They did what they had to do. Uh, Griffin Dorsey was in a whole different level. I mean, scoring some bangers, scoring in the uh, U.S. Open Cup. I mean, the dude just balled out. So he he's going to want a big contract. And and I think everybody's pulling 
for him to stay with the organization, you know, for him, yep. especially Dorsey, just, you know, he kind of came out of being, you know, dropped by Toronto kind of out of nowhere, out of, out of the dumpsters, Tab Ramos brought him in and the dude has just blossomed every single year. And, you know, he's very young, 24 years old, man. Everybody wants him to play with the U S men national team. That may never happen, but you know what? Never say never, and and it's great. So yeah. let's just finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just your thoughts, man, on – I know I talked uh, about the decline and then the contracts that are kind of being worked. And obviously, the club says currently negotiating with select players, which to me, that's probably just Corey Baird and Dorsey, man. Yeah, Um same thing. Teenager Davey, like you mentioned, you know, kind of life of, life of the party. Um it's unfortunate. I think his injury obviously did not do him right, but I feel like maybe he'll stay in the MLS. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully for him. But if not, I mean, he's a really good player to to kind of play in any league that is you know MLS level type thing. Um, he's he's not a bad player. You know, like you said, he may he may have some questionable uh, choices at times where you're like, at the end of the day, he defends, and that's what you need from a center back. And he's not scared of anything. So you know he'll he'll run through players if if needed. Uh, it sucks, but then when you look at the pool that you have, you know, uh, the, you have your two starters and a veteran, and Shevchenko, <laughs> uh, Mikhail, you know, a young upcoming, uh, you know, star in a way. You have Bartlow that could you know back up there, and then Daniel Steris, potentially you know if Stain that also has experience. So you already have four center backs that are covering that spot. There's no need for a fifth one. Also something that kind of goes against them is the whole DP level or, or, you know, tag that he has, uh, the dynamo need to reinvest. And I think they're doing a lot better and, you know, investing better in, in who you call DP and who you bring as a DP. And, you know, he was a, a decision from a previous kind of management, you know, before Ben Olsen was here and I think you know, starting now, we're we're making more decisions towards the future of of the, the of the Dynamo, and he got screwed, you know, because of that. If he was like in the level of like Daniel Stairs when it came to not having a DP status and maybe getting paid a little bit less than what he's getting paid for now or getting paid now, then he probably would have stayed. Uh, and I think maybe Daniel Stairs would have been on his way out. I don't know how. What the situation is with Stairs, but I mean, I like Daniel Stairs as well. Well, so, Stairs got personal. signed for uh, for two more years, so he's oh, yeah, here so, for yeah, next year, good. and then I think twenty twenty five, and then an option. So yeah, he so we, and we... he's not getting paid a ton. So yeah, and again, he's he's a good depth piece. I mean, uh, players like Stairs were one of those guys that played the whole first half of the season, and eventually, mm-hmm. when the other players that they really wanted, you know, in the first in the starting lineup finally we're there and so yeah. you know the you need those type of players you need you need players like that and yeah i think it's unfortunate you know unfortunate that uh we have to see teenage hadavi walk yeah. man that that way but it's part of the part of the game part of the sport man so and then and then dorsey i mean what i would do with dorsey is basically the same like pay him for a two-year contract with an option for with a third you know give him another year here he's probably gonna do great, you know, he's gonna kill it and then sell him for a good amount of money. Uh, you know, for, for 2025 and you know, make the make the kid, you know, go into bigger and better things, hopefully not in the MLS. Um, because then he's gonna be trouble for us in the future. But I think, you know, looking at the way that Dorsey kind of express expresses himself and talks about, you know, the the way that he plays and the things that he wants to kind of do with his career. You know, the kid wants to go places. So I, you know, with the dedication, you know, maybe he's not the most like super skillful, technical, you know, guy with the, you know, Maradonesque, you know, messy style player, but he'll push forward. He'll run through guys and he'll score. And I mean, that's basically soccer, right? So, and, and the guy knows it. He puts in, he puts in the work. He, you know, he'll, people will tell you he's like the best professional in the club. So, you know, he, his own players are basically giving him praise and you know if he wants it he'll take it so yeah just pay the kid 
for a couple more years and when you see yeah. it fit that you can sell them and it's crazy away. because you know obviously the he i'll tell you how much money he's making or made in this year and he was uh making a hundred and sixty five thousand dollars which crazy. it's a lot for us right for us yeah, regular yeah. Folk. but for him but for him it's underpaid man i mean for how much he did so of course he right, deserves yeah. to get a better contract i think you know i'll tell you like the if you're over a million, well, if you're over six hundred thousand base salary, then you're considered a DP, I believe. Anything below that, you're like a TAM player. I don't think he his his contract would be that substantial, but I could see him, you know, Doubling tripling, it. Oh, tripling yeah. it maybe. Thanks. So yeah, so I mean, you have like players like Coco Carrasquilla making half a million, you know, That's for crazy. the season, and and then players like Ibrahim Ali is making. 425 that's, that's insane that's triple what uh dorsey yeah. is making so and dorsey is super like right. extremely more vital than and him. again it, this is not the first season that he was good he was decent last year too you know yeah. that's why they opted Coming to the keep bench. him so yeah exactly he wasn't getting a ton of minutes but when he did he played well and so seeing that how what well he played and and you know if that's something that he wants to structure a better pay contract, which again, it makes it makes a lot of sense. You know, you don't get to play a lot of years in soccer, so the more money you can, you know, get get paid, you know, for three, four more years, man, it, it's all up to yeah. him. But but at this point, the Dynamo are not the only ones that are gonna come in, you know, asking or paying sure. some money. Hell, what if Inter Miami comes knocking? You you never know at this rate. You man. never know. Imagine you you never know. And so, exactly. So it's like if if, if somebody you know else comes and offers you close to that that threshold of you know 500 to 600 thousand dollars for the season you know whether you want the money or you want money and and like you know the the fan i mean the, the, everybody here in the in houston i think he, he's a fan favorite you know yeah for sure. he, he it was bossy for a long time and then dorsey just scoring some crazy goals and, and the energy that he brings you know he he's definitely up there i think more people are going to recognize him than other players. So obviously, like Ache Ache, maybe another one. But but Dor- people are going to know Doris, especially because of the yeah. hair. And he kind of looks like Sunshine or, well, <laughs> I, you know, it or what's like his a name? Cali Boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. No, it's fun. It's it's fun. And this is the part that, that you, we start kind of playing GM alongside Pat Onstad yeah. and seeing the numbers and and – you know, people are going to ask, like, who do you who should bring or who should? There's so many players out there. And, you know, believe in the scouting. Um, it's more important than whenever you hear names out there and maybe do some research on the way they played. They'll be like, okay, they fit the system or, you know, they could do well in the system. So that's kind of where we're at. And, and Christian, we've hit every topic that I wrote down. So we're going to go into go. the fan comments. And uh, we have a good amount. So we'll go through that before my phone dies. Because <laughs> I sure brought a charger. But it is what it is. Um, let's see. I'll just hit a, a few that. Oh, shit. My bad. God, why my wife sending me stuff? Like, right when I'm. <laughs> I clicked on it by accident. Um, All right. And, all right. So the first one. And Alexander from Houston. He asked. Who is the best? And he put WK Christian. I may need your help here. He put who is the best? W. K the dynamo can sign. I want to say he meant like winger. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. WK. See, the, you you know you, you say you hate FIFA uh, talk, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I, I don't even know. Even I don't FIFA know what talk, the hell WK is. So what is the WK? What is, I'm googling. I don't see yeah. nothing. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna say the winger, bro. I'm, I, yeah, I'm pretty but, sure it's winger. That's what he means because. Maybe a it wanker. May... <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> Ted Lasso, right? Um, but yeah, no, uh, I guess just again, there's there's a lot of names to name a specific winger, but knowing with the players you have, you already mentioned Dorsey playing out yeah. wide, which I agree with. So I guess for what we need on that right wing, you need somebody basically like Dorsey. Is that kind of yeah. who you would describe? Christian. Yeah, I mean, yeah, somebody that can go all the way to the touchline and and put something in in the box. I mean, fit, fit like favorite winger in the team or kind of outside. 
No, like to bring somebody in. So that's oh, what I'm saying. Well, shoot, I don't no, know. And that's, Honestly, but, yeah. but what I'm saying is like, <laughs> because there's so many, just, yeah. you know, you can throw out some of the characteristics that you would like. I like, I, li- I like Jenny Russell. Yeah. Like, I like, I like a Jenny Russell guy type. Bro. I mean, yeah. You know, somebody yeah. that grabs the ball and goes forward with it. And is not afraid to take shots when he has to take shots. Is not afraid to create when he has to create. Is not afraid to you know go all the way down to the line and put a cross in. Um, and if he has to go one on one, he'll he'll go one on one on you. Like he's confident of of his skills. And you need kind of an asshole, you know, <laughs> just like you know, in in the sense that you know sometimes you got to be selfish. And if you got to take one, you got to take one. I mean, I don't know if you if you got to watch the Aston Villa. Uh, Man City game, uh-huh. but um, what's his face? Leon Bailey, Bailey, he, you know, it, it's one of those players that he, sometimes he's super selfish, and you're like, bro, pass the ball. And then at the same time, you know, he made a run that he kind of went through like one or two guys, and he just kind of took a shot, and he scored. You know, the the only goal of the game, and that gave you know Aston Villa the victory over City, and. And sometimes you need guys that can be selfish like that and and confident. Not not only selfish, but have confidence. I think Nelson Quinones has some of that, but he's still not a hundred percent to the player that we want him to be. Uh, we see the potential, potentially, but you know we want somebody that kind of has a little bit more experience. That's why I say kind of like a Johnny Russell, because he has the experience in the league outside. You know, kind of outside of the league. And and he'll run through you, you know. So you know what's field, crazy out the field, yeah. You know what's crazy? Jenny Russell had an option year, so I uh, I don't even know. I I had, didn't go back, but I'm sure they picked it up. You know, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure they weren't gonna, gonna let him walk. Him. But uh, I would just there is a free agent, and, and if you guys are interested, you know the listeners, um, if you type in MLSPA. 2024 free agency list there is a list out there for current uh mls players they are whether out of contract or on an option year again some of them are already covered but just wanted to throw out some wings that i read uh reading the list uh see if you're interested uh christian um what do you think about ethan finley from austin fc i'm just i'm just joking here but what (laughs) what about ariel lassiter Uh, did did we already kind of do yeah, area no. lesser what yeah, about he's Fafa like pico Yunus. man Fafa pico he, he's out there dude i don't know if you're interested or not it's, um, it's interesting <laughs> uh with the justin mara this guy looks like he goes through every freaking team in the uh in the mls we got kevin molino out there still playing apparently jamil assad <laughs> this guy argentinian guy that also comes comes and goes from the Argentine league to the MLS. I mean, there, there's, there's a few of them out there, but nobody that like kind of like jumps out and for the dynamo pickup when it comes to the, you know, in the MLS, maybe a Carlos Bella, Carlos Bella's out of contract this year. So, um, yeah. you know, everybody's always, every time that there's a Mexican out there, they're going to be like, Hey, yeah, Ache, Ache, hit up your boy. You know, Bella uh, is like a way talented, talent, yeah, like a sure. way under talented Messi, And the fact that he won't defend. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's a great, great going forward, but yeah. going backwards, you're you're marking with ten. So there's definitely some names out there. I think it's going to be difficult to to find somebody uh, from those from that list. Um, here, so. here, here's mm-hmm. my 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 rebuttal to is it Alex? Yes, Alex. The, the, Alex yeah. from Houston. Alex from Shout Houston. Out. <laughs> Shout out to him first of all for the question. Appreciate it. And what are some of the names that you have? You know, send us that. Send us a, a DM, uh, and then you know we'll we'll read them over, and we'll we'll discuss it amongst the the Bayou City Soccer people, and we'll see how good your picks are. If, right. if you're done for that, Alex, let's go. Uh, G Money, I believe his name is Giuseppe, and I've actually mm-hmm. met him in person. But all he said was shout out to the search, man, and and yeah, definitely shout out to the search. Uh, shout out to all the Hustle Town supporter groups, man. Y'all did a fantastic freaking job throughout the season. Uh, if you are listening and you're not a part of one and you're like want to be a part of one, I highly suggest you reach out to to one of the the three big groups out there. Um, it, it's fun. I have season tickets, 
and sit with the search, uh, which sadly I was not there as much as I wanted to. I did more covering this time around, but uh, uh, through the media booth. But man, yeah, definitely a big big party with them. So yeah, the shout out to the search. Um, here's one for for you, Christian. Something that you touched on earlier. Um, this one it's Fluku. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. Uh, that's what I'm gonna go with. Thor should receive more minutes than Ibrahim Aliyu, man. Well, what are your thoughts yeah. on that? It seems like I wrote that. Uh, but yeah, that's I've been saying that for a long time. That's uh, your well, I'm amongst yeah. your yeah, it's my alter ego. Yeah. Um, your Finsta. Right? Uh, no, but I, I, I've been saying that uh, in, in our group chat, I, I like Thor over Aliyu. Um, I just feel like he has a little bit, like I, like I mentioned earlier, he has more hunger when it comes to the goal. Um, people are always talking about the potential of Aliyu. And, you know, even our, our Bayer City Soccer members, they they put, you know, they like to pull out stats and and that's he's so a good he has everything and, to be but dude on, on paper he looks amazing no then, even even it, when you see on play but bro two inches away from the goal put exactly. that on frame dog <laughs> exactly right you can't teach that you know what i'm saying like like that doesn't translate on paper you know the 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 heart the conviction the selfishness in front of the goal the the lethal you know kind of like hunger and you know, lethalness to kind of score. You the you just killing instant, right? That, they, that's what I was. Yeah, they, for, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can't you, you can't pounce on that, that opportunity, paper. man. Yeah, exactly. Like you're hey, you know, be able to wait, put wait, it in. Yeah, <laughs> at least at least one thing that Fafa had right was slow feet don't eat. You know, so yeah. have some of that little mentality, guys. Exactly. Come on, Ibrahim. You can do yeah. it, buddy. We believe in you. Just and and I mean, I'm not saying he's not talented, right? Like we, he's shown that he can, you know, kind of go and maybe he did have some good finishes up at some times, and but I feel like he's lacking something, especially for the amount of money that he's getting paid. Uh, especially what you mentioned earlier, he's paying triple the the amount of Dorsey is. It's and, very and telling, can, isn't it? And you can tell, like, like when you just compare those two, Dorsey has more hunger to score than Aliyu, Uh, In my opinion, I might be wrong, but that's just the way that I see the game, right? And and when you watch Thor play, he just seems like a damn dog. Like he just puts his head down, and he gets the ball, and you know he can be a selfish asshole, which is kind of what I like about Russell. You know, he, he'll right. just go straight to goal. You know, if you're there, then he'll try to give it to you, but most likely he won't. So go get that rebound. But I mean, sometimes you just need that mentality, that mentality of like, I'm just gonna go forward and if I don't, it's gonna end up, you know, somewhere in the box. So Yeah, you're good. And I think your headphones died or something because something oh you I'm disconnected sure. it. You disconnected it. That's okay. what it was. You're good. Yeah, no, I can still hear you. And and uh I guess he he had another question, a follow-up question. Uh, another guy that is out on the uh, free agency is Joseph Martinez. He put Joseph Martinez would be an amazing player to try and buy. He's really, uh, he's really what a complete striker is. I, I can't disagree with that. I think he could be, you know, but yet again, I don't know if he'll have what it takes to, to press and do all the extra stuff that Ben Olsen likes to ask for his guys. Can he finish? Hell yeah, he can finish in front of goal. He doesn't need a lot of room for that. Anything you want to add on that, bro? No, I think you you touched it all. It's, it's one of those things that he's a beast. Is you know, can you translate that into a Houston Dynamo team? I don't know, but I mean, I I would for sure like him in my team. Uh, I like I like this one. Uh, the, there's no such thing as uh, self marketing. Charles says. Shout out to Charles Tom. So, boy is shout shout uh, wants a shout out for himself. So uh, <laughs> that's cool, Charles man. Tom. Thanks for listening, Charles. Uh, we hope that you continue to uh, listen to us in the podcast and following Bayou City Soccer. Appreciate it. Next seat, next year, next season for all the teams. And um, he does add, uh, are we gonna sign a striker from a European club? That that's that's a better question because. I'm going to say yes. It seems, you know, Pat and Asher, 
per sources, we're not going to squeal. They do travel a lot, right? And that's like, yep. it's a lot of common sense here. But um, I know they're for sure out there traveling, um, whether it be Europe, whether it be South America. So if if we're going to say they're going to sign a, stri a strike from your European club, I'm going to say yes, because they already signed uh, Kovalchik, you know, from Europe. He's not a pure striker, but it's a sign in or a sign Eric. from uh, who? Eric Shevchenko. Yeah, exactly. Shevchenko. Him. Uh, Aliu, same thing from Europe. I mean, all these guys are bringing a lot of European guys. So to answer your question, Charles, I'm going to say I'm 80% sure they'll bring somebody from Europe and probably a striker since we need one. Um, and then uh, Lencer, uh, we'll finish out with this one. Actually, he talks about Kovacic. He says, in which position do we need new players? So we already kind of touched on that. Definitely attacking. Uh, I think right wing and a striker. Those are like the main concerns to address. Um, and does Cold, uh, Kovacic start next year? That's an interesting one because when we talked to him, um, he mentioned how he's not really a winger. Like he'll play there and that's where we saw him play. Mm -hmm. uh, the times that he was given an opportunity and he's definitely more of a 10. So I think him and bossy are going to kind of, you know, up. fight for, for those, for that position. And to be honest, I think Kovacic is a different player, dude. He is not your typical, you know, stiff European player that is just like direct. This guy has a little, um, what's the word? I guess, he he has some magic to him. He has he when you see him touch the ball, when he you see him do little flicks, he plays more of a uh, South American, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he has that vibes to him, and uh, so I like it. So for me, I hope that you know it it was a rough year for him. Uh, obviously, being away from his family, he had a you know a newborn that he barely got to see throughout the season, and that's something he mentioned. So you know, if you if you like go. Go look for those recordings um, that we did, uh, especially with him. But those, those orange talk that we did throughout the year were, were really nice and, and just kind of giving a perspective of them. But um, I hope that him having a full preseason gets him in shape for to play 90 minutes, which is difficult to play in Houston. It's difficult to play in the weather, especially for him, you know, coming from 70, 80 degrees to just coming into 110 when he arrived here. Um, we live here. It's difficult for us to even, you know, walk around from the car <laughs> to to the house Sport. sometimes. So <laughs> imagine running out there when you've never done it. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think Seva is going to be a, a good piece next season for sure, Christian. Yeah, Polish Sevas has a lot of potential. He's one of the guys that you're like, I want to see more of that we like you can you can like you said you can kind of see that that flavor that that flair that he might have you know under his sleeve but i mean you have you know bossy that was consistent and he most most of the season and he scored goals so you know you can't you know trade that away from from a potential you know you kind of have to go with the with the for sure stuff but i mean like I mentioned, four competitions this year. You know, we start off with uh, Campeones, whatever name it is that they have now, Champions League. Uh, and then, you know, going into the MLS season in the summer, uh, we have, yeah, again, League's Cup. I was going to ask you that. Expectations for 2024. Yeah. We have the CONCACAF Champions Cup. The League's Cup is going to be here again. Yeah, U.S. Open Cup, <laughs> it's finally back, and we won it. So that's great. The, the Houston one that and of course there's always that run for the MLS Cup so four major competitions the Dynamo are going to be part of which is yeah. from nothing to something you know it's it's been it's been a ride man and it's great that we got into covering the team how we're doing um you know and seeing just the growth and obviously it wasn't the prettiest because <laughs> this is like the third four coach in the same amount of time so just pretty incredible. And I think the expectation for, for Houston Dynamo Football Club, which includes the Dash and Dynamo 2, they need to win. It's win now. I think the owner is doing a hell of a job of investing. Obviously, we saw, you know, all the uh, remodeling they did to the stadium, 
They're changing the headquarters to closer to the stadium as well, which are beautiful. I know it's not necessarily open to the public, but there's talks of maybe even potentially having something there for the fans, whether it be a museum or something. I mean, it, it just talk right now. There's nothing concrete, but I think it's great that, you know, again, I mentioned it a bunch of times, an outsider guy, a guy from New York comes in and really sees what's kind of wrong with, with the heart of the club. And he's slowly, you know, transitioning that to, to make it, you know, Houston's very own, which is again, kind of sad that it took this long for somebody to see it. But at this point, man, things are working, you know, people are investing. There's a lot of work to do. Ben Olsen, man, did such a great job. You know, obviously he came in. Lots of question marks. I'm I always going to say I'm going to lift my hand. And uh, I was one of the negative guys that really white him. Maybe we should bring somebody else, somebody that hasn't been in MLS. But, you know, he shut my mouth closed, bro. And uh, and I'm glad. And, and same thing with Pat. Uh, last season was terrible for him when it comes to signings. And this season, you know, he he did a lot of – uh, planning, whether it be loans, short-term um, grabs, that kind of worked out. And, and not all of them are going to hit. There's going to be a bunch of misses as part as how many uh, good signings end up happening. So there's a lot to work here. Like you mentioned, there's, there's four competitions. You have to create a lot of depth for them. So I'm sure, sure enough, man, we're going to start seeing – uh, new players arrive to the club and and excited to to follow what they do with the Dynamo and as well for the Dash. You know, at the end of the day, they're the only um, other or the only women's team professional team. I keep I keep laughing because I I find that kind of funny uh, when people say it <laughs> the way they say it because it's true that the only the only one and we should be following it. But as a soccer fan. Um, it, it's just another team that that gets you involved when 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 soccer is around that you can watch and um, you know obviously they need to pick up a, a new head coach they need uh, to get a bunch of new players so there, there's a lot of things happening there for sure and Christian we got women's gold cup in February this one's in February man I, I know last time it was the World Cup was not in February yeah. if I remember correctly from a year ago <laughs> uh, and then we have Copa America as well you know being here. In the state, yep. June and July, three games at NRG. Trying to make it to all of them, maybe, uh, to cover the, the the beautiful sport, man. So, yep. anything you want to add to everything I just mentioned, man, go ahead, do it, yeah. bro. Start the clock. I'm one minute. Uh, no, just the the culture, right? Uh, the the change of culture. You kind of touched about, you know, what Ted has done with with his money, but I mean, he's putting his money, and his money is doing great things. And and he's trying to make, you know, this city be one of those, you know, when you think of MLS, you think of, you know, Seattle Sounders, you think of Portland Timbers, you think of, of the LA teams, you think Atlanta, maybe New York, and, and everybody else kind of gets skipped over unless you're in the MLS. If you're in the MLS, then, you know, you know, your Columbuses, you know, your, your, maybe now your Cincinnati's that are, you know, are good. Uh, maybe Nashville, you know, teams that are, are like legend, not maybe not legendary, but have been competing at a top level every single year that they've been around. And, you know, they're always in the conversation of, you know, who's going to make it to the final. It's always the same, you know, seven, eight teams out of 30 teams. And I think Ted wanting to put the dynamo in that conversation is it's it's kind of what he wanted to do and i think that is is changing the culture i mean we've seen a lot of mls people looking at the dynamo now you know obviously this is our as our price year for everybody they're like you know where did, where did this team come from type thing but i feel like changing the the mindset of the houstonian like the follower of the team like us that we like we can't just be mediocre every single year we need to you know play with the big boys spend money like the big boys go get you know players like the big boys not you know stick to second division from from spain or from france like we're gonna have to go for big names we're gonna have to go for maybe not giant names but you know maybe an achiache type guy that Maybe, yeah, his time might be done in Europe, but he still has a couple of years in him that could bring something of substance into this team. 
a winner, champions. I mean, every single player that we have brought in has won something. They like to win. They want to win. And it changes that culture. It changes that mindset that Houston can be one of those teams that whenever people are like, hey, who might win the MLS Cup this year? And you have to throw in the name of Houston. And I think having that year, you know, year after year, year after year, I think we can become the soccer city that we know that we are. I mean, when we look around and, you know, me and you, we've been out to many different international games, many different club games here in Houston, like, you know, Liga MX games and stuff like that. And it's popping, you know what I mean? Like we, it packs every single stadium. There's like a bunch of people that come out and, and you know that this is a soccer town. I mean, we see it in, in our Sunday leagues. We see it, you know, from from that level of like amateur, you know, I have a work every single day construction and then I go play my ass off on Sundays, but I'm still good to, you know, having a professional team that is winning championships, going to finals. And I think that's that's what we deserve as as fans and in changing that mentality. I think Ted has done a great job in kind of imposing that with his money. Because obviously, maybe he doesn't have the soccer knowledge, but he had the the pockets to do it. And then bringing in people that knew the knowledge, you know, Asher, uh, maybe Pat, and you know, having a whole freaking staff that look at you know looks at numbers and stuff like that. And then you know that helps the media kind of buy in. You know, we always talk shit about local media. You know, they're never covering the team. You know, it's usually us. They only come out. You know, whenever we're doing great. Like I mean. Not not to throw shade, but I'm I'm still gonna mention it. But you know, last se- last game of the season, you know, we we have we don't have assigned seats at the press box. You know, we love you know Edgar, we love uh, Angel, we love Jack. I mean, they, they honestly they are the greatest people that we could ever work with. Um, but obviously we understand that whenever you know the big boys come around, you know that your channels. 11, 13, 26, you know, Univision, Telemundo, everybody comes out, you know. we The MLS, we, man, everybody. The MLS, sure. you know, Apple, everybody's around. We you know, we, I guess we kind of step aside, you know, in, in a way because we kind of know our place in a way, right? Yeah, and, and I want to I wanna yeah. add to something to that. Also, you know, whenever we were at the press conferences for those games and it's jam-packed and there's faces we've never seen and they're yeah. eager to ask a question. I think that's that's fine for us to step back. Yeah. It's like, hey, we do. it's not to say like, hey, we've been here, we've done it type <laughs> of thing. But it's more like, dude, let's get more content out through exactly. this other, you know. I mean, um, me caí frío, but I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, you know what I mean? It's one of those that like, oh, hey, you sure. know, you guys are here covering the team. That's what we want, especially yeah. as fans. I want to take it away from, you know, us covering the teams as fans. I think it's great for them to be out there and getting coverage. They deserve it. You know, this, this, uh, the, you know, the people that are out there, they do it for a living. They have the time to go, uh, you know, whenever they can, whether it be a, you know, a morning practice, a late, um, uh, press conference, anything they, they can do it. Like we wish it would be more consistent That's for the, want, yeah. For, yeah for the, for the players, for the team, like they deserve it. They, they played so well. And as well for the fans, you know, the fans are out yeah. there. Uh, you know, you talk about getting cold. The fans are out there, man. They, it really? rains and there's not there's not a cover for them. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's they they demand more. Um, and again, it, Houston maybe has always been like that neglected big city. Uh, and it's it just part of it. I think we're kind of used to it. But, you know, whenever things are doing good. Yeah, go out there, cover the team, man. Go ask questions, get involved. That's fine with me. You know, I'm gonna, you know, stay back and, and just get everybody. You know, let people get in here, basically, man. Get in yeah. here, like for sure. And uh, yeah, Christian. I mean, I think it's been a, a great, yeah. great year. Fantastic time. time. You know, hanging out with you on a weekly basis for the most part. I, I think right. we've <laughs> we're best friends uh, now. Yeah, fifty two weeks. <laughs> I think we started our very first episode the first week of February. So, you know, not necessarily a full on year, but and next year we're going to start early too. And next year we're going to, I mean, really again, we we're champions we're, cup or whatever. Yeah. We're going to take off um, the next three weeks or so basically. And what will we'll come, come back hungry. Let me see. I'm looking at the January 1st, bro. We're recording January 1st as a there Monday. 
So we'll be back recording January 1st. We'll make it. Uh, that, that's basically New Year's. Probably going to be wasted as hell drinking some I, kind I'm of spike day, mate. So. <laughs> right? <Some> spike <laughs> mate. That's funny. And uh, so, so we'll be here probably. We'll, uh, okay, now looking at it, we'll, it'd be tentative because... You know, we, we don't want to get yelled at by <laughs> by family yeah. members and stuff. Sure, but um, sure. but yeah, yeah, man, we'll be back. I think we're excited. We're hungry. We keep getting, you know, we're working, uh, getting new equipment. Um, we will love to keep doing those videos that we've been doing. Um, you know, asking you guys the fans questions, pre games. Uh, probably gonna try to do a couple live shows. Uh, and next season, we're trying to get some stuff going, whether it be with Senate Avenue again or um, Social Beer Garden or places that we're kind of in communication with. So, you know, keep uh, keep an eye out for that. And, of course, our good friends at Ugly Guppy have hooked us up once again Shout with out. some really nice polos that uh, I need to disperse here shortly to <laughs> all of you guys. Um, but, no, man, I think it, it's been a great season uh super fun you know this is this is a hobby for for us the interns and it, it pays man it pays in many different ways so yeah um it, it's one of those man but christian man let's not get all sappy and get all sentimental right. with with december almost you know here and and the year ending but uh let the people know how they can connect with us man Yes. And before I do that, I just want to say thank you to you specifically, man. You've done a heck of a job and, and Dustin and the guys. But I mean, honestly, you know, being here a year around with you, you have killed it. So shout out to you, man. Like if you if everybody listening or watching knew the, the amount of work that Rudy puts in, like you would be shocked. So shout out to fucking Rudy, man. You, you're the fucking goat. But Thanks, man. yeah, go uh, go check us out at Bayou City Soccer, uh, Bayou City Soccer on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go check us out there. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. We we had uh, 99.9% of the press conferences. I missed a couple, but you know, they were all mostly there. Uh, all the videos are going up there. The the YouTube channel, you know, uh, or Orange Talks, where we talk to players, coaches, and everybody all around. They're there for you to go listen to and kind of get to know everybody. Um you can uh, also check out the website at buyucitysoccer.net or not at, but buyucitysoccer.net. You have all the all the stuff that all the guys are doing over there. Bunch of articles that almost daily uh, we're dropping over there. You know, breakfast links to kind of get you cut up in your soccer around the world. You know, uh, we have Joey doing some some stats works at, at, after the games, kind of giving you some uh, some numbers. You know, where the players ranked. Uh, and his eyes and everything like that. But I mean, and and we have, you know, just people coming up with the really fun ideas and really cool articles that you can go and, you know, read and kind of check out. So buycitysoccer.net, Rudy at uh, Rudy Segura 3. Yes, I almost got it. Uh, Rodrigo, Rodrigo, you know, he's on uh, Father Leave. Um, so shout out to Rodrigo and being a dad. To his little girl, Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01, Manny, Manny Vela 4. Dustin at Dustin Richardson with no O, but you can always find him at Bayou City Soccer. Uh, Joey at Joey Chavala 10 and myself at Chris Putalias. You can always, you know, find us there. Give us a shout. Give us, you know, send him a DM or whatever it may be. So, yeah, at Bayou City Soccer, guys. Yeah, and don't forget to hold it down and keep it forever orange, guys. Let's go. Let's go.